Welcome to another episode of From Beyond Fandom, the podcast that is about fandom from fangirls, but for everybody. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. This is our new podcast that is just all about fandom stuff, stuff that we enjoy, stuff that makes us excited. We're going to use it to talk about a little bit of everything, and I thought it would be fun as we continue this brand new podcasting journey, because we have another podcast, um, that we would just do like a quick little... Not even, like, a best of, because I think best has different connotations. Um, just definitely, like, a, our favorite things of 2022 in pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highlights, if you will. Yeah, because it was, like, that was part of when I was making my list. I was having trouble. I was like, well, is this really the best? And I was like, no, don't think of it like that. Think of it like favorite. That's different. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so we got together and we were like, okay, well, what if we each just, like, make a little short list of... It could be, you know, film, it could be a TV show, it could be a video game, it could be something you saw on YouTube, it could be just about anything you want it to be. Just, like, five or six things that really made 2022 for you as we get ready to begin a whole new year with whole new stuff. I th- it would have been easier if I had been actively making a list, you know, in 2022. Oh, 100%. 100%. I had to go on so many apps to kind of figure out what I did. Like... And also, my my current TV tracker doesn't have, like, a you-watched-all-these-things history like my old one did. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I like, try to figure out, like, what I even watched last year. It took a minute, and there was a lot of a lot of research and a lot of going, eh, but do you want to talk about that? And, like, yeah. So. Yeah, I think you spent a lot more time agonizing over your choices, um, where I was like, here's five. Yeah, these are the first five things I thought of. <laughs> Well, time to go to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sleepy time. And I'm sitting here going like, but did I like that more than this? And, you know, yeah, yeah. taking things on and, you know, throwing them off again. If but, it didn't come uh, to me that quick, it wasn't deserving of being in a highlight. That that was your, that was your like, way of doing it. Mm-hmm. My way of doing it is I have a Swiss, Swiss cheese brain, so I was like, oh, God, what did I watch last year? What what the hell did I like? And so it, it, it took, it takes work. It took me work. So nothing mm-hmm. comes to me right away is what I'm saying. Not well, this didn't immediately um, come to me right away either, but I was yeah. like, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the last two, I, they won't be the last two chronologically, but the last two on my little notepad, I think you'll be kind of surprised that I mentioned. Unless... One of them is the one you think we might overlap on. Uh, Which I guess I we'll see. I don't think so. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I feel very confident that you will not say any of the other four things, but yeah. Same. Cool. Um, so how do you want to, you want to kick it off first? You want me to do it? What do you want to do? Oh, man. Um, let's let you go first. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I have some idea of what it will be. We're going to be talking you know about these is. in you know chronological order-ish. It might mm-hmm. shuffle a little as we go back and forth. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so beginning of the year to end of the year. So She already knows what it is because, I mean, firstly, she just has to deal with me every day. And secondly, <laughs> everyone in my life knows what it is and what it was. Um, so, okay, I'll kick things off. Uh, thank God for chronological, because if we, if we would have tried to, like, rank these, I would still be, like, having a mental breakdown. Yes, I hate rankings. Yes. Mm-hmm. I hate rankings. Um, it's not for me. I, and I don't really think, like, uh, not to be that, like, pretentious person, but, like, can you rank art? But, like... And trying to rank like stuff it. like a TV show versus a, like, movie Literally. Thing. Yeah, no. Or, like, a YouTube fucking, like, essay. Like, that's not, you know... Yeah. 
No. That doesn't work. Um, okay. So I will kick things off then. Yes, please. With the the pick that everybody knows that it's going to be. Um, who knows me? And that is obviously in March, but I didn't see it until May. Uh, we had the release of, uh, of the Batman. <gasps> I'm surprised. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, you're not. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Batman has to be on this list. It has to be because... It not only is something I just, I absolutely adore, and I've seen several times, um, but if you are talking about, like, kind of uh, some of the ideas behind this podcast, then you have to mention it. At least I have to mention it, because it got me back into fandom pursuits that I had long since abandoned. Um, So there's no understating the fact that the Batman got me into watching you know, a lot of interviews of, like, the cast and stuff. I didn't really do that for regular things very much anymore. Got me into watching fan edits on, like, TikTok and stuff. Got me into reading fan fiction again. Um, that's an important one. So, I mean, I have to talk about the Batman. It's it's great. It's, it's, it's literally Batman Does 7, and it works really, really well. And, uh, I'm not going to spend the whole time talking about it because she's already heard me say a million fucking things. And also, like, <laughs> if you listen to our other podcasts, you've heard me say things, too. Um, the It's just it's such a fully realized world that um, that Matt Reeves, the writer and director, built. And uh, every single person is well cast that you just you want to be in that world again. That's how to me it's a su- successful like comic book property is you're just like, yeah, more, please. Like, I am literally dying for the sequel. I know it's going to take them forever to do it. But um, even if, even if like, even if, you know, Paul Dano doesn't return or whatever, like, you know, they just do other people, that's cool. Um, because obviously his Riddler was, like, a really, you know, big part of why I really liked it. But the whole thing's great. And um, lots of people agree. It's on all kinds of best of lists. Um, so I'm glad that people are remembering it. Because sometimes, you know, things from March don't get remembered uh, at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Because yeah. it's just too early. Um, yeah, that's uh, great. Every, every single thing about it. There's, there's not a single weak link in it, I don't think. Um, watch the Batman if you haven't already. Sip. Yeah, like, because obviously, <laughs> this is, this is a point of contention in our current friendship is that I have not watched mm. the Batman. And it's, just, it's, you know, I, I just, I don't have any good reason why I have it. I'm not like, ew, so and so, but like, I just haven't done it. Well, the three-hour runtime is not helping anyone. Yeah. I, I fully know that that's a deterrent for a lot of people, or, or just it's just hard to schedule for a lot of people. So. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I, I, ha- I have a friend at work who, he had to, like, watch it in two settings. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I understand. It's not a short movie. But it is infinitely better than all the Marvel garbage I saw this year. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no arguments with you there. Not not to be that guy. Not to bring that into it, but, um, yeah. You haven't watched Wakanda Forever yet, though, which I think is I probably haven't. the best of this year for the uh, it, it, it would have to be. For it cinema. Would have to be. For cinema, because their TV stuff, mm. you know, their Disney Plus stuff is a different... Oh! Oh, 100%. Yeah. I almost listed one of their shows on my list. I pondered on it for one of them as well, but it did not Ooh, ooh. It. Okay, so tell me then. I'll tell you mine. Well, like, Which there was one? two of them that I was debating about. It was either going to be... Uh, the She-Hulk probably was going to be the one if I picked one of the two. 
But I really oh. liked Miss Marvel as well. Oh, see, and we had different ones. Um, mine was uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight was good. See, their their TV ones are all good. Their TV ones are. I all know they're. I know they're. I didn't even think of She Hulk. She Hulk brought me a lot of joy. It's because I haven't finished it yet. So, yeah. Yeah, it's good, but I, I just didn't put it on my list. So, yeah, that's that's basically Moon Knight. I was like, oh, I really do like it. But yeah, like, Moon Knight's uh, really good too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, they've got the TV stuff down. It's just the movies are a mess. Um. I don't know. I'm not going to turn it into all that. I'm just saying. It's great. This is a highlight show, not a bitching show. We'll have that for another episode, <laughs> man. we got to talk about this stuff on another episode. We have several things that we need to discuss about stuff like that. Yeah, so. we'll do a disappointments episode. I've got a list. Um, <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Any other batman things that you need to... Like any other, I mean, like I, I like your point where it's like it gotten had gotten you back into like fandom yeah. and fandom works. I, yes. ha- I haven't found that yet. It's so. the reason why I don't get sleep anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's not that's not the fandom I'm in right now, and I'm, I don't yeah. want to tell you what it is. So, yeah, because I don't need you judging me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll tell you later. Okay, okay. I told Sarah, and the number of, like, but, but hold on, you know, came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, and it's, it's cool, because it started a whole world, like, you know, we've got the spinoff with the Penguin coming to HBO soon, or Discovery, or whatever the fuck it's gonna be called. Um, that's the thing, is, like, everybody was all like, ooh, Pattinson, Dano, all that, like, Colin Farrell, man. He just really kills it in that role. And it is some of the best special effects makeup I have ever seen. I watched this, like, behind-the-scenes, like, hour-long thingy from the Blu-ray that somebody put on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they were showing how they made his his makeup. And it was just incredible. Like, it is so naturalistic. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, all, it's just all great. You can tell that everybody is, like, a, a master craftsman. And they all loved what they were doing. And, and just, it, if you feel it. You feel it in the movie. It doesn't feel like a cynical cash grab to, like, redo Batman. Because that's not what they're doing. They're not starting over. And that's, like, the biggest difference to me. Anyway, I could go on. I could do a whole fucking episode on the Batman, but I'm not going to put us through that. My number (laughs) one thing that occurred in the year, in terms of, you know, the first, like, exciting thing for me in 2022 was the Batman. There you go. Okay. Maybe maybe we'll have to do the Batman episode whenever I finally watch it. Uh, We will. And (laughs) I'll continue to hold my breath until I die. So. Gotcha. Okay. My turn? Yes. All right. This is also in March. And this Mm -hmm. was the one I actually thought that we might have crossed over on. Oh. Because pick number one, earliest in the year, our flag means death. Okay. True story. I couldn't remember what year it came out in. No, it was this year, babes. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad one of us talked about it because I literally almost put it on my list and I went, no, I think that was last year. Mm -mm. It was 2022. Mm-hmm. So remember well, they held out like until June for renewing it. Yeah, mm, mm. yeah, that was March this year. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, uh, absolutely would have been on my list. I'm glad it's on yours. Yeah, we um we did a whole episode talking about it on the Eclipse mm-hmm. feed. So if you want more gushing about it, go over there. But basically, <laughs> yes, it is a period comedy set during the height of piracy, and we're following Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate. As he meets up with Blackbeard. So, 
and comedy and hijinks and love story ensues. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I feel like people know at this point. You know, oh, yeah, like love story. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah, it's yeah. well established. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the secret uh, yeah. at the time is they were just like, oh, it's it a workplace was. comedy. Yep. And I'd gotten through like the, how many? There's eight episodes, I believe, and they were releasing it's them in like chunks of nine, two or yeah. three or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Mm-hmm. It was right before the last two episodes, and I was like, Keisha, you might want to start watching this now, because I think they're about to do something. Yeah, because like I, be I would see the about. ads on all of my HBO shows, you know, and I would be like, oh, I'm going to watch that. Like, that, that looks fun. You know, that looks great. That's one of the Fight of the Concords, you know, like, do like, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, you know. Uh, and then I was just like, yeah, but I'll do it eventually, maybe when it's over, and then as it was airing. Rachel realized something might go down and she and she told me like you need to fucking watch it right now yeah. I know we've already told this story on the other uh, uh, podcast episode but um, uh, I did and she was right and holy shit it happened and so now we're all just like oh the idea of season two um, and what they could do with it yeah oh man we're all gonna be a little wreck when that when that starts airing should be I think they finished filming season two now and they're pretty close if, no, if nothing else yeah and then that'll probably be out this summer. I don't think it'll be out in March. <laughs> so <laughs> probably not, because yeah, HBO likes to advertise that stuff well in advance. So, but yeah, it, it definitely left an impression on me. It was like the first thing I thought of. Hmm? And um, yeah, our flag means death. You have anything else you want to say? About it? I mean, I know we already did a whole episode about it. Is the thing so it's just like, well, is there much more to say? There, yeah, I don't have like a ton more to say about this one. This is probably my one I had the least to say because it's also one that I've you have also watched and experienced, and we've discussed it before. So now we officially have no overlap. So yeah, we don't overlap on anything on my unless list, the, so. the asterisk thing we overlap on. So we will see. But well, maybe, but I don't know. The, the rest crazy. I know for sure because you have not experienced any of these. So. <laughs> Same, same with you. You're going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Yep. Yeah, I, I completely forgot it aired this year. My my mushy brain thought it was last year. And I was like, no, I can't have that. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, we've already done a whole last episode on it. So, you know, get, let's give airtime to other things. Um, yes. Go find it on the Eclipse feed. You can hear us gushing about it closer to when it came yep. out and stuff. So. Yep. Yeah. Big, big old fans of that. My next pick. Mm-hmm. Started in April. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aired several episodes. It's another TV show. Took a break, and then aired its last few episodes. Its last few episodes ever. Okay. And I would be absolutely remiss to not mention it because of what it means in terms of a, a big chapter of my pop culture life closing. And also, it's just really great. Um, better call Saul. Mmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel's not a Breaking Bad person, so this is no. gonna be this is gonna be her time to just I don't know <laughs> talk quietly amongst herself as I as I do this. Um, yeah, so Better Call Saul final season uh, aired this year. What an incredible end to an amazing chapter in television history, uh, because it's fully in universe, it's fully in canon. It is the end of the Breaking Bad world. Uh, it's, it's it's so you have to watch Breaking Bad, El Camino, and this, and that's that's everything because it's it all came together to take place after Walter White's crimes um, and his death. So it's the whole fucking complete package. Um, 
Incredible performances. I'm going to burn someone's house down if Reese Horn doesn't start winning Emmys. Like, she has one one season left. And, and it's just, she's so great. Like, Bob Odenkirk, everybody knows he's great on here. Like, that goes without saying. Any of the supporting people who came back from Breaking Bad, Jonathan Banks, um, you know, Giancarlo Esposito. Of course, of course, of course. But Reese Horn gets, like, no credit. Like, not in the way that she should. She should be, like, I don't know. She should have a trophy room. Like, an overachieving kid. <laughs> like honestly like she's so goddamn the reason why it all works and yeah the way that they play with the structure of you know the the, the flash forwards the flashbacks um the way that they tied it all so neatly up together uh the whole story the way that they didn't pull the punch um you know i respect when things don't pull a punch mm-hmm. that's like the biggest thing you can do to make me happy uh he paid for his crimes and he should have because he committed them. Um, and yeah, it's just a really great piece of dramatic television. And um, I, I'm i still floored that there's people who are huge Breaking Bad fans who've never seen even an episode of it. Because I understand that it's probably like a weird, like, really? Why, why a Saul spinoff? That seems weird. But it it's so well done. It's from the same people. There's so much care involved. Like, this is, uh, this is, this is like the rare spinoff that, possibly exceeds the original like it truly at times does and that's no small thing to say breaking bad is is fucking incredible it's art and uh yeah so april it started airing i don't remember i think it's i think the last chunk was in like september or october or something Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh better call Saul. so this was the the one where you were like can it be something that's like a season No, no, that would have been, like, evil or something. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, I think yeah. this counts as that, because that's still a season of a television show. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yes, no, yes, exactly. And so, uh, my, my other, uh, I have another pick that's the same sort of thing, so. Which yeah. is, which is a pro, which is allowed and approved, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had to make a stipulation list before we did this, and that's what, you know, because I need parameters, or I'll just go yeah. over the place. Um. So it can't yeah, be something old only, that you just uh, watch during it. It has to be something that exactly, was yeah. exactly. Because I would have had very different picks if it would have been something I just happened to watch or discover in 2022. That's that would have been a very different list. Um, Potentially same. Yeah. So what's your next pick? My next pick also aired in two chunks, but not as far apart as yours. <laughs> uh, the uh-huh. fir- the first the first chunk aired not chunk, but the first part was in April. Then there was a month break, and the second part aired in May. And I am talking about In Space with Markiplier. <laughs> a, okay. a YouTube original um, game, in a way, I would call it. Because it's... It's, it's, uh, like, a, it's like a choose-your-adventure kind of thing. It is. Right? It's a branching sort of? narrative game. Mm-hmm. Like, at, the most mainstream thing would be, like, Bandersnatch. That's uh, the Black Mirror one on Netflix. But... Mm-hmm. Markiplier has done these things before. He did, like, Date with Markiplier. Um, and then the previous one that had the same production values as this was Heist with Markiplier. So this is its air quote sequel. Mm-hmm. And you are playing the captain of a spaceship, the Invincible 2, who is navigating through time and space, attempting to save the vessel from impending doom. Okay. And unlike... The first, unlike, you know, um, Heist with Markiplier, that had, like, a million different endings. And people were expecting the same with this. 
but really the it does not branch very far and it keeps pulling you back into the center and it's like one cohesive story through the end and through the second part and i don't want to spoil it because like if someone has never heard of it and wants to play it it's like it's fun it's like a couple hours not even a couple hours i don't think but you could navigate through it try all the different endings there are some weird outs in some places that are fun little easter eggs to things um Mm -hmm. if you if you get into that watch the rest of his stuff like date with markiplier who killed markiplier which is not branching narrative narrative but is a quite a fun watch itself gives you some lore for the channel and these characters and then heist with markiplier but yeah It, it was just fun and it was like the way it was presented with like a you have a like thirty day cooldown before the second half. Yeah, I remember you showed me the trailer, and I thought that seems very ambitious. It was it. This is the highest production value of any of the ones he's done so far. But Heist is pretty high too because he also got YouTube money with that. Because I think mm. this was actually the, one of the last YouTube originals as well <laughs> that got like cash. Uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, you're right. And I think that because I watched him later do like a commentary on it. And he was saying that it had to be in two parts. Cause that's, <laughs> they negotiated it with um, YouTube that way. So they got like more mm-hmm. budget. So they made it into two parts. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a fun little jaunt to go on. There's a really sweet message throughout the whole thing. Yeah. My pick number two. Yeah. Like I know he's got like YouTube money and like, you know, they, they like helped him produce it, but he's like, he's like, rich yeah <laughs> yeah probably yes yes probably he's like he's, he's like he's like rich <laughs> yes because because he's like incredibly still watched on on the platform yeah oh yes that's that's quite something i remember like i remember that guy just being like a guy on youtube like years ago mm-hmm. you know yeah it's yeah. it's crazy to see which of the ones like have really i don't know done the thing i guess and, and haven't like flamed out or something you know what i mean like he's so like knock wood controversy free yes and, like, so and all of his peers are not <laughs> from like that same era almost yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 i don't know i've just like i've learned about some recent ones that you and i used to watch and i'm just like fuck uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some ones that are just like oh and then there's- i I learned I learned about Tobuska. <laughs> I, I know I haven't like looked into everything with Tobuscus, but like It's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I wasn't like a huge fan of but I remember you used to watch it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. would show me videos and stuff and I was just like, Oh god. Like Yeah. Just so many of them, you know. Yeah, oh but, the, yeah. Whew. It's like throw a dart and like one of them will get hit with it probably. So <laughs> Yeah. Or or like a Jenna Marbles thing where they just leave entirely because, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. So it's just interesting to see who's still doing it and who's, like, really be- become a, I don't know, I-, I guess, like, self-actualized into an actual, like, YouTube creator slash star or slash, you know. He's got a show coming yeah. out that I think he was just finishing helping edit, which is mm-hmm. the television version of a podcast, Edge of Sleep. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the podcast, and the podcast is pretty good, so hopefully the show... <laughs> Is that like is that like horror? It's um suddenly there's a day where if you fall asleep you can't wake up so it's people trying to stay awake. You fall asleep you die. Oh, wow. oh sure 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 yeah yeah you fall asleep and you die. And they're trying to figure out what's going on with that. It's a sci-fi kind of. Okay yeah yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No that sounds interesting. Yeah, 
I'll let you know. I'll I'll probably mention it when it comes out or when someone picks it up for whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. I I always rely on you to tell me the latest and greatest in Markiplier news. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which didn't. I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just like, no, I know you'll tell me. Um, of course. Yeah. Of course. Cool. Um. Okay. So I guess I'm on what pick three. Pick three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pick three. I'll pick two. All right. Um, is that like the pick two is the Panera thing, right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. So mine that I thought we were going to cross over on, but I guess not, um, mm-hmm. would be, uh, the, okay. I have to say the day because I have two in the same month okay. and they're a day apart. Um, June 22nd of this year uh, saw the third season of the Umbrella Academy. Ah! <laughs> gotcha, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep, my sweet, sweet little Hargreaves family returned to me. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, Umbrella Academy, um, it's, you know, it, it's the comic adaptation from Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, and uh, also it's its own thing now. Yep. You can just talk about the show. You don't have to talk about where it came from. Um Season three saw the family getting to go through a thing more closely together than they ever have, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very, I think, quite different from the source material now. <laughs> True story. I still haven't read the third volume. Um, <laughs> you got to read it so you can let me know. I know. <laughs> I have to think it is, though, because um, because the Dallas arc, mm-hmm. which was the second volume, is so different on the TV show. Like, it has to be. Like, there's no way Hotel Oblivion is the same. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Maybe I'll do that tonight. I don't know. Do I have it? I thought I did. I do. Okay. Um, I don't have... I don't have the library edition yet. I'm a bad fan, but I do have the the trade. Um, Anyways, (laughs) um, this one sees the Hargraves family really going against um, an adversary more fully together than they've ever been. Not all like separate into different, you know, time periods and situations. So we really got some great family dynamic stuff. Um, I feel like that they are the most realistic siblings on television. Uh, (laughs) I love their dynamic. I love their love-hate, like, everything with each other. I love how they'll, you know, sacrifice everything for each other right after they just, you know, like, punch one of them in the face. You know, like, it's just, it's so believable to me. Um, What they did with Elliot Page was fucking wonderful and necessary, and I'm really glad people got to see it and that they devoted time to it in show. Mm -hmm. They didn't just suddenly go, oh, you know how easy it would have been for them when, like, the rift occurred to be like, oh, this is that now. No, they, like, went on the journey, and they should have. Yeah. Um... It made a lot of sense. And um, we're only going to get one more season. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what happens next. Because the cliffhanger was really cool. And could open it up to just... I mean, the show is always a show where you, they can and will do anything they want. And now we're really there. Because it's like, oh, okay. So this isn't a thing anymore. Well, what, What's this going to mean? And is this going to keep the family together? Because it was such a big part of who they were. And uh, yeah, the action was great. The comedy's great. Um, all the performances are awesome. Uh, number five is the best. Uh, I don't know. Umbrella Academy. It's great. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. that it gets a chance to close the book. Me too. Me too. Because Netflix, you know, is notorious for fucking people over. So Yeah. So I'm glad that it gets that shot. But it did grow. Like, it did, you know, become popular and 
kind of had like a Mindhunter thing almost, except for the thing with Mindhunter was David Fincher is busy. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that, we I think we would have more of that because that got really big too over like a... a it, it, it actually did the thing that so many shows don't get the chance to do on there, which is to grow organically. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, how television works typically. Um, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see how they close it off. I'm I'm very, very excited. And I don't... Because there's no current volume of that coming out because you know he's a little busy touring at the moment (laughs) (laughs) that it doesn't matter for that you know now because they're like we can do whatever we want at this point exactly yeah well i know that like he probably still has a hand in the you know show but um direction but uh yeah yeah definitely um it's uh it's cool and you can tell that it's like from that's the thing I really liked about the TV show is you can tell that it's it's still got Gerard Way's handprints all over it. Mm. He's an executive producer and he's an on hand like he's a hands on like executive producer like it, you can tell that it's it's got his like weird like way about it. So yeah, because it's controversial, you know, when things stray from the source material. So oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'll read that tonight. Maybe I'll finally do that. Yeah, because I still haven't. <laughs> there probably are things that are surprising that link up to it, and you'll have to let me know. Oh, I'm positive. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll, maybe I'll have to read, like, Dallas again, too, because then I have to remember the canon for the comics, which will be different. So you don't need to read uh, Apocalypse Suite again. That, that's almost exactly the same um, as as it is in the show. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, definitely. I had to include that. Of course. There you go. That's a great, yeah, great, great TV show. Yeah. Very good. Um, thank you. What is your third pick? My third pick came out in June, but I didn't play it until like a week ago. And oh. that is the game Immortality. Oh, okay. So what's this one? Immortality is a game by Sam Barlow. And <laughs> the premise for this game is that there is a model-turned-actress, Marissa Marcel, who has starred in three different movies, one from 1968, one from 1970, and one in 1999, and none of them were ever released. And now she's gone missing, and it's kind of a mystery where you have to figure out why these movies never came out and what happened to Marissa Marcel. And it's played out using video editing software, where you can click on things in the scene and it'll take you to another scene. It's very reminiscent of his previous work, which is Her Story. Where in Her Story, it was a mechanic of you had to type in keywords as you were watching this woman give police interviews and try to figure out the story, like, what was happening? Why? What what happened here? (laughs) Huh. Um, Which is also a very good game. Um... But yeah, so it's got a mechanic where you click around and you're piecing together these three movies and like, it's got, um, rehearsal sessions in it. It's got casting. It's got, um, uh, like interviews and stuff like that. that are all like uncovering the story. And, uh, it's not one that you're going to be able to find someone playing on YouTube because there is nudity and sex in it. And Uh, it made me laugh because, like, the first clip was, like, uh, her on this talk show. And then the first thing I clicked off of, which I don't think is the same for everyone because I just clicked on her face, was her, like, tits out, like, (laughs) riding this guy as, like, an audition. Not audition, but a... um, It wasn't even a... um, 
rehearsal either. It was like her off with some other guy, but yeah. Full on riding him on this one little table thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But the thing is that mm-hmm. this game has more layers than it first meets the eye. And I don't want to get into spoiling because once you figure out the trick, uh, a whole different world unfolds and you eventually do get the whole answers to everything. Especially if you 100% it, like I spent like three days doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Finding all the clips and the secrets within them. So That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it's uh, it, if you're into like films and like behind the scenes and stuff like that, I think you'd really enjoy this game. And I do like a film from time to time. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, I don't like films then. Never mind. <laughs> I, I don't like movies. <laughs> And they recommend that you play it with a controller or something with haptic feedback. So I was like, oh, I'll plug in my Joy-Cons, you know, because they work with Steam. But the haptic Mm -hmm. feedback was not working. So I had to figure out the audio cue (laughs) for the secret, which I ended up figuring out what the audio cue was and figuring out how to find everything. So, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, great game. Immortality? Immortality. I just bought it, like, the day after Christmas, and it was like... I was like, oh, I'm okay, I was going to wait till I was in the mood. And I'm like, I'm in the mood. And I was like, fuck, 25 gigabyte download. I guess I'll be in the mood for it later. But <laughs> when it finishes downloading. Well, yeah, all that all that footage and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be a bit. Mm-hmm. Really good game. I th- no, that sounds fun. I think they have it. You can play it on mobile for free if you have Netflix. Like Netflix games, I think, has it. Oh, those are weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense, though, because it's all clickable and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good game, though. I enjoyed it. Nice. Nice. I'm, I'm sitting here going, the only video game I played didn't come out in 2022, I don't think. So. Yeah, I think... I don't know. Yeah, everything else was like... Well, Switch Sports came out this year, which I probably spent a lot more oh. time in than I did in Mortality, but I, I picked it. Mortality. Oh, yeah, that's different. So, yeah. yeah. Number four? Number four, Keisha. What's your number four? Um, it apparently debuted the literal day after the Umbrella Academy. Um, <laughs> so it was a good June. Um, my pick for the fourth thing chronologically that I enjoyed very much this last year, uh, The Bear. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so The Bear is an okay if i remember correctly it started as an fx on hulu so it was a hulu thing Mm -hmm. and then i think fx might have aired it after but it just sort of got all i hesitate to say dumped but it got all the episodes at one time which doesn't tend to happen on hulu very often um it usually only happens for things like an fx on hulu or something like that but yeah the bear just you know just was thrown on hulu one day and uh slowly over the summer became like the fucking show of the summer um it influenced a lot of things apparently like you'd see a lot of um i've read a lot of like posts on different um like newspaper and magazine sites about like you know the fashion influence of the bear and like all all these things (laughs) that are just wild to think about um but anyway um so it's jeremy allen white who i believe people know from shameless i'm not a shameless girly um, so I, I've never, I've never seen that properly. I've seen clips on the internet. Um, but, uh, he is playing, uh, Carmi, who is a, like a fine dining chef who ends up coming home after a loss in the family 
basically leaves him holding the bag in terms of running the family business, which is an Italian beef restaurant in Chicago. So he goes from like Michelin dining to that and um, (laughs) tries to bring that same mentality into the kitchen and into the business and uh, is uh, waylaid the whole way by by an uncooperative kitchen staff, uh, by his... um, his uh, his cousin, who's just uh, he's just he's just a piece of work. Uh, um, by the fact that he just lost his brother and he's still going through the grief of it all, um, and then uh, he ends up hiring this um, ends up hiring this woman um, who is like a sous chef who comes in and together they clash and they collaborate and they work together to make the bear which is the name of the restaurant into something great Mm. and um it's really really cool the way they shoot it is amazing it gives you such a sense of urgency you really truly feel like you're in a kitchen and it's all life or death um i i have a love of like kitchen things like i love shows and films that take place in the world of of dining um because it's just like it's just so fascinating the ur- the sense of urgency, the drama, the personalities, you know, all for food, you know, but like it's it's just I don't know, I've always really liked that type of storytelling and I've always said that if I wasn't such a wuss, uh I, I would like to work in a kitchen because <laughs> I just think it's like an incredible job, but I could not handle that. I would have a mental breakdown day mm-hmm. one. Um but yeah, so I've always really liked things like that and it's yeah, like you can see, like, you know, there have been, you know, parodies of it and stuff. Like, it has its own language and style, definitely, on um, the way they shoot it. Um, they have this one episode in particular, which is the reason I think it made my list, um, which is, I believe, the episode before the finale, which is shot as almost entirely one scene. And I'm such a sucker for a long take. Oh, my God, do I love, like, a single shot, anything. And it is the most stressful thing <laughs> you will ever fucking see as this uh, this this tiny little restaurant uh with a, a known enough chef, like people, you know, like cool foodie people would know who Carmi is, um, to a degree, decides to start taking mobile orders. <laughs> and uh, so many things pop off at the same time in that episode. And it is incredible watching them work through it. And uh, it's, it's coming back for a second season. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to see where it goes um, because they're uh, – Spoiler alert, I guess, they're opening a whole new restaurant. And that's going to have a whole bunch of fucking stuff that comes with it. Mm. So Maybe I'll have to add that one to my, I should watch this list. I think you would actually like it. It's it's certainly, like, uh, something I think you could find enjoyment in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Plus, uh, his, his, uh, his dead brother's played by John Bernthal. And is he ever bad in anything? <laughs> I think not. He's barely in the show, and he's just, oh, man, he's in, like, one episode of, like, a flashback, and it's just like, oh, you're just so good at everything. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go for an Italian beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, this This is the song of your people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I could go for a beef. So, yeah, definitely. The bear. Um, it uh, a lot of people say it gives them panic attacks to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, partic- particularly the people who've worked in the service industry, I've I've heard a lot of people say that it feels too real. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I think it was the good anxiety. It kept me gripped. That's so. good. That's good. Yep. And I like I, I binged it. I watched the whole damn thing like in a day. Yum 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 yum. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I had to know what was going to happen. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they put it all out there for you to do that, so... Absolutely. And like I said, they did so, so quietly, and I don't think they quite anticipated what was going to happen. Yeah, that's good. I'm a fan. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. You ready for mine? I am. This started airing in August, toward the end of August. Um, It's Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, wow. It's a documentary series about uh, Wrexham AFC, a soccer football club, that was bought out by Rob McElhinney and Ryan Reynolds. And it's 18 episodes, and not all those episodes are just a half an hour. Which is, no, they are not. Which is yeah. stunning. And each episode is like its own little thing, but it's still like in chronological order because it's like starts with their first inklings of wanting to do it and then carries all the way down to the uh, end of that season. And they are working on a second one. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so different if you're like a, fed, a fan of Ted Lasso, which really is like soccer without the soccer, you know what I mean? <laughs> this yeah. kind of fills in all the gaps for that. Like you learned a little bit more from this and then can take it over there. They had like a whole episode on hooligans. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I, I told you I finished it. You right? didn't. Okay. I told someone I finished it and they were like, that's nice. And I was like, okay, so this isn't the person I needed to tell then. Who did I need I to tell? I didn't even know you started. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I finished it. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm I'm fully with you. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that means yeah. you you can have more input too then because you did see it. Yeah. Um, I did. Just learning about the different like oh this is how you get demoted and because like their whole goal was to get them promoted up to the next level because I know nothing about like soccer football etc. You know. Oh oh same same. It's a weird little sport to us Americans. There's a lot of weird rules as as uh, as we see when Rob and Ryan are just trying to like watch a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, it's just it's got like a little bit of everything in it, and like they aren't even like they're in it, but it's not even necessarily they're the focus of it. And especially Rob is like no. mostly the focus of it because Ryan kind of like flips in and out when he pleases. But like, <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. So. Well, he is the A-list movie yes, actor yes. of the duo. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I did. I, I I had started watching it during the summer, and then I had stopped, and then I and I just recently um, just recently finished over a couple nights. Um, it's fantastic. It's such a cool document of this town, and it's just like it's totally like you said about like the Ted Lasso thing, where it's like all you can think of is like like believe, you know. Mm-hmm. You just have to goddamn believe that they can do this extremely difficult thing. Um, and I tell you, not to sound like the guy that owns the pub or whatever, but if Leighton wouldn't have gotten injured, yeah, the goalkeeper, yeah. I think I think we would have done yeah. it. I think we would have done it. Yep. yep. No disrespect to the other no. guy. Leighton's, Leighton's just so good. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we would have had it. We were so close. Agreed. Agreed. Um, uh, yeah. uh, I know. I was just like, Ugh! but um, But the, I feel like they've got like the right ingredients now and i'm so excited to see what happens in in the next the next year uh well currently uh, you can spoil yourself if you want like they're playing yes, now yeah. um because one of my coworkers was talking about how they're doing very well this year and i was like oh that's like spoilers so. <laughs> i know right you can't do spoilers on a thing that happened in real life <laughs> yeah i had no idea how it would have en- how it was going to end up for this because I, I just you know again Same. didn't care and i didn't, didn't oh. care to look it up either so 
I was so heartbroken with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I really was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, part of me but was, yeah, like, sure it was know. gonna be that way, just because, like, you know, I was just like, oh, man, that would be, like, too perfect, but... Yeah, yeah, this isn't a Hollywood story, no. as much as it's, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. that's, like, the whole thing. Um, yeah, no, like, I can't remember the guy's names now, but I had it, I had them in my head earlier, uh, when I was watching it. Um, but I feel like we've got the pieces now, I really do, and, and if Layton's off of, the, like, the injury list, I feel like, yeah, yes, that'll be it. Yeah. He's, he's just such a good, oh, he's just such a good goalkeeper. Like, oh, man, he would have had it. But, um, yeah, it's awesome. Um, much like my kitchen, uh, my, my kitchen, like, food world, like, um, I don't know, love. I hate sports. I love sports. <laughs> I, I do not want to spend a Sunday watching a football yeah. game or, oh, my, God forbid, a baseball game or something. Mm-hmm. But I will watch hours of content devoted to talking about them like happily so this was very much up my alley yeah yeah that was a genuinely surprising pick wow i'm 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 really pleased with that uh, it was it was it was good <laughs> yes it was yes it was yeah what about your fifth pick keisha all right well my last pick is uh it's gonna come out of nowhere to you i think okay. um but if you lived in our apartment right now, it would not, because um, we're all about mm-hmm. it, and we're sad that more people aren't not only talking about it but aren't getting it. Okay. Um, so let me be a big old weeaboo for a moment <laughs> and um, talk about anime. Okay. Um, right. We had an insane season this year, so packed, so stacked. The end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, Chainsaw Man, everybody was real excited for. And I love it. I do. Um, last season of Mob Psycho 100. Spy Family is great. Uh, but nothing quite was as special or as unexpected or as looked forward to on the weekly as what started in October. And I believe it's only going to ever be one season. It was like the story's pretty much done, um, which I also respect. Uh, this little show called Akiba Made War. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, basically, this is not from a manga or anything. It's an anime original. Mm-hmm. And it is about a world in which um, the Akiba Prefecture mm-hmm. is, like, picture, like, a gangland drama or, like, a Yakuza drama and instead of different gangs of, like, Yakuza, it's different maid cafes. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's always a tentative piece in the air, but anything can pop up at any time. <laughs> and because there's factions, there's uneasy alliances, there's bosses, there's underlings, but it's still a maid cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we follow our, our, uh, our, our pro tag in this, um, bright eyed, innocent little Nagame. So Nagame comes in fresh off the bus, as it were, and her dream has been to be a maid, to work in a maid cafe. So she ends up in Akiba and, um, the first place that she comes to that will have her on is this place called the Oinky Doink Cafe. And uh, their theme is pigs. They have like little pig ears. They're like little pig, little pig maids. That's the thing is all the maid cafes are heavily themed and they're mostly animals and like stuff like Mm -hmm. that. 
Um, so like gangs, kind of, right? Like a warriors kind of thing, or like yeah. I mean, you can you can pick your pop culture reference here. So easily identifiable. Um, Nagami starts her job as a as a young maid at this cafe, and she starts the same time as this elder maid, whose name is Ronko, who has a dark past, and uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Um, and as the series goes on, we get gang wars between maid cafes. Mm-hmm. We get um, mascots with a grudge. We get all of the regular trappings of, like, a silly anime. There's a baseball episode. Um, <laughs> there's a competition, like, fair episode. Like a, like a what do you call it? Like a, like a festival episode. Mm-hmm. There's um, all these things um, happening. But it's also fully a crime drama. But it's also fully just a cute maid show. But it's also going to tear your heart out. But it's also very, very moy. And, um, yeah. So, the thing that I really like about this show is it's very, um, I think the closest thing I could compare it to, and this has nothing in common with it on the surface, but the way that it's handled, would be like Cabin in the Woods. Where it is the thing, but it subverts the thing. But it is the thing. And it can't subvert the thing if it's not fully the thing. So that's how Akiba Maid War is. It subverts all of these, like, genre stereotypes, not just of, like, cutesy, like, maid cafe cliches, but also of, like, crime dramas. But it also, it it is, it it is those things at the same time. There are character deaths. Um, There's kind of a a bittersweet ending. Um, There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of cute singing. The opening is a banger and it's a shame that more popular shows are going to win all of the like awards and critics notices um because this is a very special little thing and i think if you like get it if you get the vibe you're gonna very much enjoy yourself and um yeah uh, akiba made war fucking spectacular everyone should seek it out it's on high dive right now so pirate the shit out of it um (laughs) Nobody wants to be paying $5 for a weird service, um, which I did because I guess I'm nobody, but um, <laughs> it was convenient. My tablet was dead. Um, yeah. Akiba made war. Um, I, I, these characters mean everything to me. We already have like statues of two of like little like acrylic figures. Like it's just, yeah. Akiba made war is everything. It is incredible. It has such a cool story. It doesn't pull punches again. And um, Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that it becomes like a cult classic in, in the years to come because I feel like it's really getting slept on or misunderstood. What an unexpected <laughs> Yeah, for you to yeah. pull. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Especially because I think everything else you've picked has been things I've at least heard you mention once or twice. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, I don't talk about anime with you really though, because you're so out of it. Like you just, I don't know, you don't, you're not interested really, and like I just don't think about talking about it with you. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, here, let me just give you a taste. This is just, I know, like other people can't see this, but um, I, I feel like uh, so much. If you click over to your Discord, um, so much is said just in the poster for the show. Truly, <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's amazing. 
And that opener, that OP, oh my god. It is one of the best ones I've ever, like, heard. It's so good. Yeah. So Hot damn. Keep a made war. Try to seek it out if you can, if it gets out of, like, high dive jail, or if you just, like, pirate it on Nine Anime or some other website, because, um... It's worth it. It's only 12 episodes. Um, I believe it's just one and done. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, they did like a little flash forward at the end after the credits and it seems like that's the story. So you don't have to worry about like a big old investment. Um, all the characters are absolutely wonderful. I, I just get a smile on my face looking at that poster and thinking of everyone. Um, they all have such great personalities. Like they're all different cliches and stereotypes, but then they're not. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all get to go on great journeys and uh, ultimately, it's a revenge tale, and revenge tales only in one way. So, uh, yeah, 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 it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm I, I plan on being annoying about this for a very long time to come. It's it's a great show. I'm I'm always talking about it at work. So, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, anime is either pick? like twelve episodes or one hundred and fifty five. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we're trying we're trying to watch Monster, and the dub isn't on Netflix, so we have to like. That's partly why I got a, a, a new tablet cord finally, so we could just watch the English dub of Monster because mm-hmm. we're, we're reading the book. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, I could have I could have picked like I could have picked like a whole list of anime and talked about it easily. Like Chainsaw Man was on my list to talk mm-hmm. about, but I was like, I was like, ah, like I do enjoy it, but I feel like everyone's talking about Chainsaw Man, so let's do something that no one's talking about, <laughs> or at least not very many people. And if they are, they're not getting it. So whichever one brings you the most joy. So indeed, well, they both do. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like ah, Chainsaw Man doesn't need another person talking about it. It truly doesn't. I'm looking at a Chainsaw. I have a Chainsaw Man wallpaper right now. Like I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your what's your final my pick? final pick? <laughs> came out in October this year. Okay, and it is the Netflix The Mole reboot. <laughs> I love how us these lists are. Okay. <laughs> so. No, this is great. I, I was so concerned we were going to pick too many of the same things. Like, and that's why I really was like, no, I got to do like me stuff. Like, too. <laughs> so The Mole is a reality television series that came out a while ago, like years ago. It was like during our heroes it, days. That's it, how old before it is. that, I was in high school when this was originally airing. Wow. Was it, it that was old? that old, baby. Um, wow. I guess you're right, huh? I also would have been like, oh, Because wow, it was originally okay. hosted by Anderson Cooper. Like, the first, the three main seasons. <laughs> yes, it was. That they had in the yes, U.S. And then they did, like, the celebrity, Crazy. the mole, which I did not like as much because it was only six people. But anyway. <laughs> I remember you talking You have about a group that. of 12 people, and they're doing competitions to attempt to earn money to put into a pot for someone to win at the end. Except one of those 12 people is the mole who is attempting to sabotage and subtract money from the pot. And their job is to figure out who it is. They have to take a quiz at the end of every day. And the person who gets the least amount of questions right is sent off. They don't get to say goodbye. They just have to leave. And there was like talk about this maybe happening like a year ago. And they did it because, like, they had the original The Mole on Netflix. And apparently it did well. So they were like, let's do it. And this time it's hosted by Alex Wagner. And she does a great job as a host. Um, It it is definitely the spirit of the original. They're out there doing challenges. There's, like, you're not sure who it is. And you're trying to guess along with the show who is The Mole. Because you don't find out until the very last episode who it is. Everything I wanted it to be. It was was that. 
Mm-hmm. I remember you were very excited slash nervous for it not to yeah. suck. Oh, it was mm-hmm. it was exactly what I would have hoped for for it. So I hope hopefully they do another one. This one was like they they did it all in Australia. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they probably will. Those things are you know. It's the whole thing with reality television, right? It's supposed to be pretty easy to, like, cheap to produce or whatever, and Netflix is all about that, so... Mm-hmm. God, it would be extremely cheap, but, yeah. 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 Well, I'm I'm glad that it not only didn't disappoint you, but made it onto your Yeah, list. yeah, yeah. I was, I was very happy with it. I was like, and the only thing, my only qualm with the whole thing was because it was on Netflix and they want you to binge it, they would cliffhang the shit out of the end of the episodes. Like, you would not find out <laughs> who was gone... Until the next episode. Mm. And especially because they, they released them in, like, mm. chunks of three. It was, like, three, three, and then the final two or the final one or whatever. So, yeah, they really cliffhung you <laughs> on those episodes. <laughs> but that was okay. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some on Netflix. It was so good. Woo! No, obviously, I don't want to spoil that either, because if someone watches it and they, they don't want to know who the mole was. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I only did, like, the one spoiler on my list for, like, the bear. And I'm just like, oh, well, you know, guess guess you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said spoiler alert, so. Plus, it doesn't spo- it, it yeah. doesn't say, like, the restaurant. Like, no. Like, they're just, yeah. That's not spoilery, so. Yeah. No. No, I don't think so. Um, just have a new challenge is coming their way. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, but I, I, I would be surprised if they didn't do more. I'm sure they probably will. I haven't heard either way. Find out. Cross my fingers for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, bonus pick? Yeah, bonus pick. Okay. Because who can, who can follow the rules, right? Who can just stay defied? The bonus pick can be a little bit more fudgy outside of our parameters and, like, you know. Oh, man. If you told me that, it would have been something else entirely. Uh, well, mine isn't, like, full <laughs> like fudge, but, parameters. like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I would have went on a whole journey that you didn't... Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, my bonus pick... Um, I, because we have to talk about it. That was the whole like onus of why we were going to record uh, another FBF right now. Was it's Glass Onion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's obviously Glass mm-hmm. Onion. <laughs> I I don't think we could do a whole episode on it. So I, I was like, we definitely have to mention it. Um, well, I figured if we did do a whole episode, it would be that plus like other movies. That would be like our movie episode, like okay. the Marvel stuff, well, etc. Sure. Oh, yeah, because we talked about that. Um, yeah, uh, Glass Onion. What is there left to say? <laughs> a delight. <laughs> like, a delight? Um, I don't know. As a, as, a, as a long time, like, Ryan Johnson fan, seeing him go through, like, Knives Out and this, and, and just, like, coming out, you know, showered in praise and roses, and everyone, everyone realizing that this guy is great, mm-hmm. you know? It's one of those things where you're like, I've been saying this for years, y'all, and you had doubts. You had doubts during Looper, which is not, like, you know, a perfect sci-fi film, but it's, like, a fun time travel, like, thing. Y'all tried to ruin this man with The Last Jedi, um, and uh, he came out the other side and made some incredible, just entertaining, crowd-pleasing, but not stupid, very smart movies. But not, like, pretentiously so. And I feel like that's a really important thing to note. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think the guy is insanely talented. But he's not a douchebag. And I am a fan of people who are insanely talented and also kind of happen to be douchebags. So it's <laughs> nice to have, like, one who's, 
who can make these incredible movies that are just, you know, fun little puzzles that don't talk down to people and, you know, are just enjoyable, have great casts, super fun writing. Um, I, I've yet to predict one. So, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he knows what he's doing. And again, subverting things, you know? If you want to go into spoiler territory... It absolutely is not what it seems because it is, like, which is so cool. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. They, like, gaslight you. Like, you see what you need to see, and then they gaslight you the rest of the movie about it. So. They're like, it's not complicated. (laughs) You just want to think it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So great. So great. Uh, Yeah. Just, Just a big, big old fan of anything that that man touches. Um. Yeah. I think he would have been more successful in the Star Wars world if he got a chance to do a, a Rogue One or a Solo kind of film, a standalone one. I feel like a standalone or a television series, because the television series are letting them do yes. things that he tried to do with Last Jedi that people yes. I think I think he would have been and, more successful yeah. there. And I this is not going to be Rachel Talks about Star Wars time. Um, yeah, but... <laughs> This is yeah. This isn't this isn't going to be me fighting until my last breath that the Last Jedi is a perfect Star Wars movie time. So no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. You're like yeah, we're not we're not doing that because I know you you and I don't quite agree on that, which no. is fine. I, I have a whole opinion on now th- this last trilogy. Now that it's all said and done and out there and etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's not for maybe now. another that's, time. Maybe another episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Glass oh, Onion was great. The fight episode. And, yeah. And that one I did watch, as I said I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get I get the odd bone thrown my way from time to time. Well, I was looking forward to that one too. <laughs> you know it. So. I know you were. I know you were. Yeah. I've always understood that the Batman was going to be a harder sell. I've always known that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. bonus pick is that bonus pick. Um. Okay. Mine is the Watcher YouTube channel. And if we want to be more specific, the stuff oh. that came out this year, we got Ghost Files and we got Puppet History Season 5, among among, among yeah, other things that were just as delightful on the channel. Yeah, like, uh, I watch Puppet History. I do not watch um, Ghost Files, mm-hmm. right? So t- take it away. Ex- uh, you know, ex- explain the, the Watcher experience. Oh, gosh. So, of course, uh, Stephen Lim, <clears throat> Shane Day, Ryan Bergara, they are all... They're one of those people that they're the outcasts from BuzzFeed. Not like they they left BuzzFeed. It's like the Try Guys, um, like Safia. <laughs> they left BuzzFeed. They start their own channel. It is Watcher, and they really like since the beginning have like really had a vision for this channel where it's like hmm. you get a block of like five or six air quote episodes of a program, and then like the next month is like something different, and they'll, they'll have seasons that repeat. Like we've had um. And I really want them to make more of their real weird, wonderful world, but they—they, they, I don't think they're going to anymore. <laughs> but um, I—I I, I need more top five. I fucking—we were obsessed with those for like a minute. I like, swear, I think those are coming next for this next year. I—I I I hope think so. that we'll be getting more of those because those were very popular. Um, yeah, like, and they're starting to now add more people into their like network and letting them have their own shows. This year was really the year for that. But, like, it's such high-quality content without the randomness mm. that you get from a lot of other channels where it's, like, something new every week, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. 
All three of them are great people. All the guest stars and stuff that come on, they're really good. Uh, Ghost Files is like, finally was their inevitable return to ghost hunting after BuzzFeed Unsolved. <laughs> so they were finally able to bring that over. And you, you really should watch that and their little like after thing that they do afterward because it's like, Shane, the whole premise is, for people who don't know, Ryan is like a believer in ghosts. <laughs> Shane is not. And in this series, like, Shane really is trying to give the benefit of the doubt, like, on scene. But then in their little after thing where they're reviewing the evidence, he's just like, <laughs> prove it to me. That seems very him. Yeah, like, yeah, sure, prove it to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, like, this is definitely Ryan's baby on this channel right now, is Ghost mm. Files. Like, like how Puppet History is. Oh, yes. Games, and which, like, have I told you about uh, ruining history yet? Uh, Ruining no. History walked so Puppet History could run. Ruining History was on the BuzzFeed <laughs> feed, which I never learned about until suddenly I got recommended one the other day. Because Shane got to do like about a, it was like, I think eight episodes. And it's similar but different. It's like oh, wow. there's people on a panel and he's telling them the story and he's got props. Yeah, and like Ryan's there and like I think there's three other people. But yeah. Oh yeah, so that's literally like the nexus of what would become Puppet History, it sounds like. There's comments like, this walk so Puppet History could run. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, because Puppet History is on season five now, it's got its own lore to it. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's a little, kind of like a game show? Guest, yeah. Ryan versus a guest, and they're trying to answer questions about these weird things that happened in history. Um, so they can earn jelly beans in the cup yeah, of the the title yeah. of the uh, you know, yeah, earn those things. <laughs> yes, of course, earn. Um, yes, yes. There, there is lore. Complicated algorithm. Yeah, yeah like I wouldn't recommend <laughs> complicated victory. Algorithm. I would not recommend jumping in right now on season five. Go back to the very first episodes and stuff. No, you through. literally have to go to the beginning because there's there's lore, like she said. Whereas, like for something like Ghost Ghost Files, I'd be like, pick an episode and, and watch it. <laughs> yeah, because I've I've seen one Ghost Files, mm -hmm. I think. I don't remember which... It was the first one, I guess, that they did. Where was that at? I, have, I don't know. I'm not, like, that big of a thing for it. Maybe it was a mental hospital It was something, something I think but they went know, back the, to. The classics. Yeah, the classic, like, locations you go to for things like yeah. that. So, I know they did Alcatraz, didn't they? Was that the first one? I don't know. Alcatraz is scary. <laughs> I don't know if... The, yeah, they, it, I think their first one was something that they went to and hunted at before. If I remember. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, like, in between a Ryan and a Shane. Like, I can't decide if I want to believe or not, but shit's weird. But, yeah, amongst this, they've got, like, drunk history. Not drunk history. Um, what is it called? Too many spirits. <laughs> uh, where they spirits, tell ghost yeah. stories get pro progressively drunker over the night. Um, I really liked the Are they're pretty historic that um, was new. Where she mm -hmm. did, like, makeup and stuff that was about the... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I tend to like the food ones, so when they have, like, people on and they eat stuff, like, when they did, like, the, um, like, they did all the, like, spicy chicken, like, things and just about died. Oh, yeah, that little, like, that special one that they did. Yeah, I like things like that. Yeah. Also, just, like, watching people eat hot chicken, I guess. Because, yeah, I think Stevens is, like, just granted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a good channel. Go dive in. Like, pretty much anything on there is, like, yeah. fun to watch. It's all And I good. like... They're just, like, good personalities. I like how you know? curated it kind of is, too, though, you know? Yeah! It really does, like, feel like a channel that's been around for a while. It doesn't feel like a channel that's just starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because they're going into their... I think they started in 2020, so this will be their fourth year. Right, yeah. But yeah. Who, what, does anything really count if it started in 2020? <laughs> I, I say no. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe they started in, like, early 2019, because, like... I think it was 2019, because when they did that, like, little, like, documentary behind-the-scenes thing, and they were showing, like, Shane making, like, yeah. the puppet theater, and, like... Because their yeah. first season of Puppet History was not remote, was not Zoom, where it was, like, I think we got a couple seasons mm-hmm. of being Zoom. And then it was. Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The Watcher YouTube channel. That's my bonus pick. Excellent. It's mm-hmm. a good pick. So we did it! Oh my god, we did it! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, just like, you know, a sampling of some of our favorite things of the year. Um, as we go forward this new year, um, we, like I said, we, we do have another podcast, so we're going to be finishing that up, but, um, hopefully we'll, we'll put out a few more of these early in the year. If not, certainly later in the year, um, cause this is, uh, this is the future, mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, just fun to be able to talk about stuff. I feel like these, our little selections too, were like a fun slice of each other. Yeah, me too. I'm really happy with how this yeah, turned yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're looking forward to, listening to us. <laughs> listening listening to us meet up on one or two topics, but then mostly just, like, talk at the other one about a thing that we yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, isn't that, like, most friendships or whatever? I don't know. I think um, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I would do social media things, but we don't really have that, like... Listening to... the fuck, you know? Listening to... Because I... Listen, the sausage is made, right? <laughs> we record. Last time we got together to record was an eclipsed episode in mid-November. It was a while. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was before Thanksgiving. Maybe was it after? Uh, it was maybe even no. It was like before. It had to have been. And I just did not want to fucking edit the thing, and we didn't get back together to record anything more. And I finally edited it, and me laughing at us because it was like the destruction of Twitter at the time. Because we we're like, I don't know, social media, I guess. It's still a, it's still a, it still fucking sucks, it, though. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I get no engagement on tweets anymore. Like, none. And it just, I mean, I'm not going to shout in the void. I'm going to find a different void to shout it's in. It's exactly so. what I said. It's like a slow, rising slow death. death. Yep. But then, like, who knows? Because Tumblr kind of went through that <sighs> slow, rising death. And it is, it has found its sweet pocket right now. It is in its sweet spot. When I tell you that one of the reasons I stay up late isn't just, like, AO3, it's also mm-hmm, Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. wild. That's wild. Yeah. When am I, when am I, 23? Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, but no, fully. Like, it's, it's, it's been keeping me fed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know where, where we're gonna talk about this or post it or whatever. Um. Somewhere, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We gotta, we gotta get know. together and brainstorm and figure out what the hell is happening with everything. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. I just, I just do, I no longer wish to put my eggs in the Twitter basket. Yeah, so. understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, Instagram, maybe? I go I and, like, know. look at it, and then I walk away. <laughs> I'll be like, are people talking about this later? And then walk I- away. Well, no, I just, like, I've watched a few things lately, and I've talked about them, and, like, not to, like, toot my own horn or whatever, but I usually get, like, someone saying mm-hmm. something, and then uh, I haven't gotten shit, and it's just like, all right, well, I'm not going to pay eight bucks a month to be no, heard, so no. fuck that, so. Yeah. But, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I guess we could just cut this part until we figure out our social media situation. But, um, but yeah, so I guess that's what this will be for. <laughs> it's us just talking about, you know, that kind of different stuff things that we're into. Other, it's not just going to be TV and shows. It might branch off into oh no weirder things beyond that. <laughs> oh no, so. I I uh, I had to actively talk myself out of including an album mm-hmm. on this uh, list. So. Yeah. Find your bliss, yeah. man. But yeah, it'll be it'll be all kinds of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It'll be all kinds of things. So, um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Um, it might be. It might look like this kind of in the future. I don't know. We're still kind of figuring out the format. Uh, this is going to be very new and different from just talking about a show every week that has you know more of a implied structure to it. So, uh, stick with us. We'll see where this goes. I guess. Um. But yeah, thank you for listening to us babble about stuff we like for an hour or whatever. Um, uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm so bad at outros. Oh my god. I'm <laughs> just one, <say> bye. <laughs> I'm just one long Midwestern goodbye. Oh my fucking yeah. god. I know. I mm-hmm. am. I'm just leaning out of the car and I'm still talking. Um. <laughs>